You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez. I want to ask you something. Do you ever wonder why some entrepreneurs have so much success with their ad campaigns? I'm talking about like they're building the sea of raving fans. They're selling out their offers and they have a profitable, predictable business. Or should I say predictable, profitable business? You know what I'm getting at, right? And others can't get qualified prospects into their funnel. They're not getting a positive return on their investment or even like close to selling out their offers. And therefore, they have absolutely no predictability of revenue. And I often wonder the same thing. So if you're wondering it too, like I totally do. I am almost obsessed about this. And I am constantly working on a way to identify like where that gap is. Like why do some people have the success and why don't others, right? Well, today I'm going to share with you some extremely powerful Facebook ad targeting strategies with you so you can build a sea of raving fans and you can also build a profitable, predictable business or a predictable, profitable business. You know what I mean? So stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Hello and welcome back to the show. How is your summer treating you? We have more consistent rain this summer than I can ever remember in my whole 50 years living here in Miami, right? I just, I've never seen it like this. I'm talking, I think it's been like a month or so. Usually it like rains and then it's sunshine. It's just been consistent rains, like really terrible storms. And as much as I love my pool time in the and mornings at the beach, I do love to chillax in my house, right? So it's kind of given me that way to like really just enjoy the house and, um, you know, kind of edge out. And my husband said to me the other day, like, I love our house. And when he said that, it got me thinking of how much I love our house too. However, I sometimes tend to look at things from the perspective of, well, when the patio and the pool is refinished, then I'll really love it, right? Because it's going to look Mac Daddy. It's going to look like a resort. And it's going to look so beautiful, right? Or when we paint this wall or get this piece of furniture, it's really going to look good, right? Because it's like completing that vision in my head. But basically, I tend to look at things of not always being happy or content with the way things are now, because I tend to live more towards the future, right? Because people live, whether it be in the past, the present, or the future, I tend to live in the future, right? Well, anyway, his comment really brought to my attention how I should shift my perspective to really just appreciate and love what I have right now, right in this very second. And there's no reason to wait for something to happen to then feel or to be a certain way. And the same thing goes in my business. I remember this was a couple of years ago. I was on a group coaching call and the coach called on me, right? I was like, oh my gosh, she just picked my name out of like hundreds of people on the call. Anyway, he says, okay, what would you feel like if you were generating seven figures in your business and you had 60% profitability, you had over a hundred million in the bank doing what you love and helping more people than you ever thought possible. And I just replied, I would feel at peace. And he said, well, what's the reason you can't feel at peace right now? Instead of waiting for those things to happen, what if you just started feeling peaceful right now in this very second? 
And I dared not to respond with an excuse or a reason why I couldn't be peaceful, right? I opened myself to the idea of what would it be like if I could just be at peace right now in this very second, right? Not be stressed, not be worried, not be thinking about those things, right? And then he said, Michelle, you have a choice every single second of the day, a choice to be fearful, stressed, overwhelmed, worried, you know, allow all those imposter syndromes to rule your day, or you could simply choose to be at peace. And I was like, hmm, really a no brainer. (laughs) So every time I get wrapped up in anything but peace, I revert back to the choice that I am making to feel, think, or be in each moment. And the reason why I'm sharing this story with you is because like, let's be reals, being an entrepreneur is hard. Marketing is hard. Yet thousands of people succeed. They are willing to make the choice to push through, a choice to choose their dreams and not their fears, a choice to stand in their power and come out on the other side with everything that they dreamed of. You, my friend, can do hard things. You can build a sea of raving fans, sell out your offers, and help more people than you ever thought possible. And it all starts with targeting. Now, have you ever heard of the saying, like, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one? Well, what that means is when you're talking to this broad group of people, your message will not be heard, right? The reason you always hear the guru say to niche down um, is for that reason itself, right? And then although your product or service could help people outside like your niche, you must do this in order to really ramp up and scale your business. Now, the beauty of Facebook over YouTube or Pinterest or Google is that you can get yourself in front of people who are your perfect person, who are that, you know, fall under that ideal avatar, right? Facebook will automatically show your ads to people who are most likely to find your ads relevant, relevant to their business, relevant to their lives, just relevant to whatever pertains to them, right? And then you can further target your ad delivery with three audience selection tools, like core audiences, your custom audiences, and your lookalike audience, right? Because here's the thing. If you're targeting the same audiences that everyone else does, and you know who I'm talking about, right? Because you go for those big names. You're like, I know all these people follow like a Tony Robbins or an Amy Porterfield. Like, you know who those audiences are. And you're wondering why your ad costs are so high. Well, that's the reason. Because all the marketers are competing for those same audiences. So what happens is we're fighting. And if you ever heard of it as like, buying, like my media buying, that's exactly what it is. Cause we're all buying for that attention. We're all buying for that space, that advertising space. So picture it as if there's a bulletin board or billboard, a billboard on the side of the road, right? And you have this much space. Well, can you imagine if 50 people, a hundred people, thousands of people were all fighting just to get their information on that billboard? It's kind of the same thing but on a bigger level, Avi, right? So that's kind of how I want you to think about it. So it's like, how much do you have to pay to get yourself on that billboard when you're competing with other things, right? So let's dive into some extremely powerful Facebook ad targeting strategies so you can reduce your ad costs. All right, so number one, let's tap into Facebook's users' behaviors. Now, I know... (laughs) 
that we think like, oh my gosh, Big Brother is watching. Yes, they are. Okay. We just all have to pretty much deal with it. Um, Even the other day, my husband and I were talking about something, I don't know, just super casual. And then of course he opens his phone and he sees an ad for that. So Yes, the the all these things are listening to you. Okay, so as much as you choose to opt out of any privacy things, there are still tools that are listening to you. Um, So the Facebook platform has access to so much of our behaviors. Okay, so I will share this even with you when we're talking about um, like how our phones pay attention. For those of you who have an iPhone, I don't know if this does not Android because I do have an iPhone, but it kind of picks up your behaviors even when you're going in the car, right? So when I used to go to my J-O-B every day, um, it would pretty much tell me like the same time that I left, it's like almost time to leave. This is what traffic looks like, right? Um, So my daughter the other day says to me, because she goes to Starbucks every day and well, almost every day, but she comes in, she's like, mom, I've been to Starbucks so many times that my phone is reminding me to go or telling me what the traffic flow is. And I thought that was hilarious because it's picking up those behaviors. Okay. That's what all these now, you know, all these crazy things that when I was a kid seemed so far fetched in the future. And it's here, right? It's happening and it's picking up and collecting all these data, right? Now, it takes like your behaviors simply by these actions that you're taking, whether it be in person or on Facebook, right? This could include like you just got engaged, you found a new job, you had a baby, bought something new, right? So think about all the stuff that you post on Facebook that they are keeping track of this for you. And again, Big Brother is watching, right? And I will tell you, it's a good thing for us as a user and for us as marketers. I want to see products that I don't know exist, right? Or maybe I do know that it exists and it's kind of re- reminding me that it's there of things that I need versus products that I don't need. Because the bottom line is you are going to continue to see ads. Ads will come up in your feed. So do you want to see products that, um, do I want to see products that my husband might like, like woodworking or something like that? Or do I want to see more like makeup or, you know, hair tools or something like that, right? So when you think of behaviors, these are defined, could be anything like age, geography, any interests, like who are they following? Um, and then, of course, more in, more things of behaviors like we just talked about, including buying behaviors. So where are they shopping for clothes, for food, for drinks, you know, maybe even health and beauty and so much more. They're tracking all this stuff. Right. And it could even be like where your location is. Like, are you showing up to a, a specific grocery store every week? Right. Are you showing up at a certain you know, clothing store that you buy stuff from, they're keeping track of that. So even if you start with a super broad audience, Facebook gives you the option to narrow down to a particular type of behavior. So for example, if I chose to focus on shopping for clothes at a particular store, I can narrow it down to entrepreneurs. Make sense? So like if I chose Nordstrom because, okay, maybe my product is a little bit higher end and I want to look for people who could afford it, right? Um, and I don't want to say could afford it because we all really can't afford it if we want to make it happen. Happen. But you know what I mean, where you want to maybe hit somebody at a certain income level. So you would say, okay, everybody who shops at Nordstrom, but you don't want to just target everybody who shops at Nordstrom. Maybe you want to narrow it down to those entrepreneurs because then it's going to maybe 
like weed out some other people who maybe don't even work, right? Um, so that's just an idea of what you have. So I hope that makes sense. Okay, number two is to get creative with life events, right? I just mentioned that some of the behaviors that you can track are life event milestones. So that would be like, Maybe they graduated from college, right, or started college or graduated from high school, a new job. They just got married, newly pregnant. Like we can go on and on with all these milestones that we have in our lives. So let's say you're a wedding. um, You're either in the wedding planning business, a wedding photographer, maybe a hair salon that does bridal parties. You get my idea, right? It's your opportunity to connect with people who are recently engaged, right, who are having these things, Um, these milestones that have just come up. Now, Facebook allows you to target pretty much every life event. So think about what life events would apply to your product or your service and really get creative. Just start testing. And just a reminder, if you haven't heard me say it before, all this marketing is about testing, right? So just because you might find this niche and you're like, oh my God, audience got it done. I'm golden. um, That might you might get very lucky and last you like a lifetime. Um, However, it will always be something that you're going to be testing and changing because what I have found in my um, time running ads for people is that audiences do work, but don't stay working. I don't know why they do that. People shift, people change, right? So you always need to be testing like what else is a good audience? What else, even if even if those life events or milestones are great, what else might you add to that to target a different audience? Okay, so just keep in mind that you should always be testing all these things. All right, number three, loyalty with custom audiences, right? You want to build that loyalty with custom audiences. Now, custom audience allows you to get back in touch with people who have engaged with your business online or offline. Okay, so this allows you to stay top of mind with those people and nurture their leads and gives you the opportunity to increase the lifetime customer value or even order frequency and obviously loyalty of that particular customer or prospect or just somebody who's even just engaged with your page. Right. So custom audiences are your customer phone list, customer email list website users, maybe even specific page, like whoever's visited specific pages on your website or your landing page could be people who watched a video. So video views or even have taken specific actions within your game or your app. So if you're super fancy and have a gamer app, they're tracking that too. Okay. So you can use these, like I said, to stay top of mind by showing them a video with some valuable content, because let's face it, they mean if they're on your email list, right, you've already paid for that lead. Remember, only a, I mean, a good open rate would be like 25%. So that means 75% are not even opening your things. However, I can guarantee you that they're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram like 13 times a day. So you will get your stuff in front of them and you will get your message heard that way. Right. And you can also use these to retarget visitors that didn't convert and visitors to your landing page or sales page, order forms, whatever um, that didn't convert. And what happens is this will close the gap in your conversion rate. So these are very important to be setting up. And you should always have these set up for sure. Whenever you um, have a new product or anything like that, you should always be setting these up. Okay. Number four 
expand to a lookalike audience. Now, I know we talk about lookalike audience all the time. Some people may or may not know what this is, but the logical next step is to create these lookalike audiences, which will allow you to reach new people whose interests and behaviors are similar to those of your best customers or your most engaged audiences, okay? So literally lookalike audiences mean just that. (laughs) They look like the people who are already like starting to become loyal to, who you've already started gaining that trust with. And this is super important. So Facebook gives you the options to create audiences that mirror your custom audiences from 1% all the way to 10% in specific geographic areas, okay? Now, although Facebook allows you to go up to 10%, I wouldn't necessarily choose that because the further you go out from your ideal customer or your actual customer, the less likely they are to look like your customer, if that makes sense. So 1% would be close, right? So a couple of years ago, the 6% lookalike audience did work very, very well. Um, I, I, It was crazy, crazy, like the leads that I would get and qualified leads, I might say. However, um, it not so much anymore, right? Again, things are changing, right? So we always have to be testing. So what's working right now are 1% and 1% to 2% lookalike. So notice I didn't say um, 1% to 2% versus 2%. So just um, like a pro tip, if you will. If you say, okay, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to do like a 1% and a 2%. Know that when you go to 2%, it includes the 1%, okay? So that's why I say 1% versus 1 to 2. So it's like literally like one audience would be up to 1, and then now you're talking about the next section, which would be 1 to 2, all right? I hope that makes sense. So you can get set up a few different types of lookalikes, like the one, one to two, and even two to three, and run a campaign with just lookalikes of your list, of your 10-second video views, of your page engage, website visitors, phone lists, you know, to test out which perform better. So you can just go ahead and set that up in each of those things. And since you're doing one to two, two to three, you're not having any overlap of audience in there. That's very important because then you're going to be paying in two different ad sets of the same audience, right? So you're not going to be saving money by doing that. All right, number five, get super granular with layer targeting. What's crazy powerful about Facebook is your ability to layer your targeting options that allows you to get super specific. Now, you can use a combo of interests, behaviors, and demographics, which allows you to start off with a super broad audience um, for targeting those, let's say, audience sizes in the hundreds of millions, right? And then it allows you to niche it down to your people and get to an audience that is more of the range of targeting, right? So what do I mean by this? Like sometimes you might go in and you'll create, let's say if you're talking about a magazine, like any specific magazine, and let's say that magazine has like 100 million followers, right? And then you're like, ooh, that's way too big to, I should have in my audience sizes because we're looking anywhere, depending off your testing between two and maybe 10, 15, 20 million, right? You're just way off all the way around. So it's like, how might you layer it down to figure out, okay, 
I could start with this because I know my people would would read this magazine, but I don't want everybody that reads this magazine. I really want to get granular on the niche and see if I can find that right person of the people who read this magazine. Make sense? So you can get into all kinds of layering. And that's what's really cool about you getting creative with trying to test this, right? You put your lab coat on. It's, it's all about testing and getting in to find who those people are and for you to find this perfect audience for you, right? So being able to identify who it is you want to reach, the use of Facebook ad targeting tools gives you unlimited options to get in front of them. All right, so there you have it. Extremely powerful Facebook ad targeting strategies. Cheers to building a list of highly qualified people who are begging to work with you. I hope you enjoyed the show and until next time, happy marketing. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world and every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease. wait before you go you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable one that is predictable and scalable but it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore well as always i got you i made a hundred percent free video training that covers it all including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke. More leads is not the only way to scale. And the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now. And I will see you live inside the training.